one day I decided to ask myself, could I break five minutes in the mile? At age 30, could I return to the sport of track and go after my unmet goal of breaking five minutes? Was my body capable of this? Was my mind capable of this? And most importantly, was my spirit capable of pushing through the ups and downs to find the answer? You are listening to Breaking Five, a running podcast, where we search for this answer as well as yours for achieving your Breaking Five moment, whatever that may be for you. We will gain inspiration and knowledge from others who have achieved their Breaking Five moment, those working towards theirs, as well as those who have helped the athletes along the way. I'm your host, Kristen Schultz, physical therapist, runner, and running coach. Let's run full force towards our wildest dreams and take a listen to today's episode. All right, welcome to a special episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. Super excited for these. So you're going to get to hear from a couple of my colleagues in these. I brought on three different clinicians um, onto a Facebook Live, actually. And so these are being transcribed um, onto the podcast now and got to bring on a couple other colleagues for a couple of reasons. One, and we're going to get into this in a second, but one is being my most responded to episode was an episode I did about my professional story. So I wanted to bring on some other clinicians that are doing similar things to me to really to show you for any of the clinicians that are listening to know that you're not alone in the way you're feeling because they're all going to share kind of like a pivot and why they changed up what they were doing, whether, and and we'll get into this more, but whether it was in, you know, traditional healthcare or not, you're going to get to hear from um, Joelle, who has his own cash-based practice and also coaches runners. You're going to get to hear from Michelle, who's a personal trainer. She is still in a full-time job as a personal trainer, but has started this on the side for many reasons. And then you're also going to get to hear from Rebecca, who also is still in a full-time job, but is going to be transitioning. She's also going to be moving um, soon. And so she'll be transitioning into a cash-based practice as well as, and she's using the run coaching to help her, um, you know, initiate that. And as she moves, so that is one reason that I brought them on. The other reason is because I want you to hear from them because they all went through beyond rehab for running clinicians. So if you have not heard of that, that is my flagship course for running clinicians. And it is, I'm, I'm going to be announcing soon. So if you're listening to this podcast, you actually, I announced this in the past a little bit, um, but you'll be one of the first to hear because it hasn't been announced out onto my pages yet, but I am officially, it ended up getting delayed, but I am officially uh, releasing team two of Beyond Rehab for running clinicians. So I also wanted to bring them on so you can get to hear from other people that got to go through it because I know I've had a number of questions from people on it and people looking to go through it. So what is it, just to give you guys a little introduction and then we'll get to the show, um, is so for anyone that is interested, it is for anyone that is looking to learn how to write running and strength programs. I know there's a lot of you out there that you know, you know how to treat runners and we can get them over the injuries, but then how do we actually get them back to their goals so that this is what this is for. So again, also to give you a way to continue to work with your clients, whether you are wherever you're working as a way to have an ongoing way to work with them, an ongoing way to have an ongoing source of income coming in. And also it's going to go over teaching you how to get your first few clients. So If that sounds like anything you're interested in, I know I've had a number of you guys ask me, hey, how do you get into this? How do you do this? Like, I know depending on where you're at, 
Let me know if that's something you're interested in. Shoot me a message. Best place is over at my IG. That is Kristen underscore run your life. Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N underscore run your life. Message me there. I have 15 spots available for team two. And I only have five of those available that are also available for personal run coaching. So that is a, another really awesome part of um, the package is that you get to be coached by me. But because I'm almost maxed out my personal run coaching clients as is, I only have five spots available for any of the clinicians to do. So um, that is that. And I just wanted to take a second for you guys to know about that. And honestly, if you're a runner listening, if you're PT listening and you're like, I know how to write running programs and do that. I don't really need that. Cool. And if you're not interested in this part at all, totally cool. I just want you honestly to get to know a little bit more about what I do. And then if you know of anyone else that could use this, this could be, you know, additional source of income, someone that just wants to do this as a hobby, like let them know too. You guys are my listeners. You're hanging out with me every week. So I really appreciate that. And if you have any questions at all, let me know. But let's jump into these episodes. As I said, super excited. You're going to get to hear from Joelle, Michelle, and Rebecca, unless I decide to add more. And I will see you guys on the inside of this episode. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. This is another special edition of the Breaking Five um, episodes. Uh, we were supposed to be streaming this on Facebook and we couldn't get it to work. So this is actually just going to be a podcast episode. We'll try to get it out to some other platforms. But anyways, so today I am here with another physical therapist and running coach, Rebecca Klingenschmidt. Um, she is with the Running RX, and we'll get into that a little bit more as we go on with the episode. But I'm super excited to have her here today. Uh, she is going to share a little bit about her journey. You'll get a little bit of a different perspective from the other two. She is currently working for corporate healthcare still, but she has started her own online business working with runners. So kind of a cool way to see how she's using the online space as a way to get going into her business, and then she'll share what is next looking to the future. So Rebecca, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Um, so I know I kind of introduced you already, but if you don't mind, if you just want to share, I mean, obviously I just said your name, but um, let me just share where you're at right now living-wise, um, and if there was anything else you wanted to say about your business and then let's do where you're living and where you went to school. Let's do that. <laughs> I'm Rebecca and I'm a, I've been a physical therapist for about five years and I currently live in the Charleston, South Carolina area. Uh, I went to PT school at Marymount university, which is in Arlington, Virginia. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so You've been out of school for five years. Where have you, what kind of settings have you worked in so far? I don't think I even know as a PT. <laughs> I've primarily worked in outpatient orthopedics. Um, that's I got my first job there and I've stayed there. That's pretty much where I uh, find my passion. But I've also done some PRN work at um, a skilled nursing facility. And then I currently do some PRN work at an assisted living facility. Perfect. Okay, so you have been in the, you've been in Charleston basically the whole time? Uh, for the most part, I did um, do 
some initial training in the Huntsville, Alabama area. And then I lived there for about seven months before I moved to the Charleston area. So the majority of my time has been here in there. Oh, awesome. Um, and why did you originally get into PT or what did you envision that your life as a PT was going to look like back when you got into it? So I, I'm kind of a, um, one of the strange stories that I actually have kind of known that I wanted to be a physical therapist since almost as long as I could remember. Yeah. Um, I, I do remember I, so I actually injured my foot when I was seven. I um, cut it, one of my tendons with glass and that was my first experience with physical therapy. Uh, I don't specifically remember at the time thinking, Oh, I want to do PT, but that was my first experience with it. Um, I remember thinking I wanted to be in the medical field at that point though. I got to watch my own surgery and um, I thought that was really cool. So, uh, but over the, over the years, I, um, some, somehow I kind of diverted away from like being a surgeon or a physician and kind of led more towards the physical therapy route. Um, and as I learned more and more about it, as, as I shadowed different places, I, it kind of confirmed that this is what I want to do. That's what I want to do. Yeah. That's awesome. And what did you think your life would look like, you know, five years out of school? Did you have a goal or did you know? Uh, I guess I didn't really specifically know. I, I did always picture myself working in outpatient orthopedics. Um, I think I pictured it being a little bit um, slower paced than your typical uh, (laughs) corporate outpatient orthopedics. Um, I, I guess I always kind of pictured doing like a nine to five job. I never, ever thought I would want to start my own practice or start my own business. Um, so that's been kind of a newer thing recently. Yeah. And what, um, led you to thinking you wanted to start your own business? So I pretty much within the first year of PT school, I kind of started questioning whether this was the right field for me. Uh, the the productivity expectations of um, typical corporate outpatient orthopedics practice um, was really getting to me. I felt like I couldn't provide the physical therapy that I wanted to, um, spend the time that I wanted to with the patients. Um, each place I've worked at has been a little bit different in their procedures, but a lot of times, at least initially, it, um, it was, okay, I spend a few minutes with the patient and then I just pass them off on the tech. And I just, I didn't like that. And then the the next place I worked, it was, there weren't really techs, um, but we were still expected to see this high volume of patients. So I was just bouncing back and forth up between patients. um, And I just felt like I wasn't really giving the best service that I could to my patients. So you knew you weren't necessarily, wasn't what you wanted maybe long-term then. Yeah. Everything was going. Yeah. And so then I, I started kind of trying to figure out other options and I, I kind of briefly thought about, okay, maybe I need to go back to school, which I really didn't want to do. Um, maybe, uh, maybe there's a different setting, but every time I looked at a different setting, it's, I just don't enjoy this type of physical therapy. I just, I really like the outpatient orthopedics, physical therapy. Um, so somehow I kind of started landing on 
pages about um, like cash-based physical therapy. And so I started kind of, I say I was lurking in the um, comments in a lot of those pages. And so slowly I started um, having this idea of, okay, maybe I at some point could start my own practice. And um, I mean, that's been a few years ago now, obviously I still haven't done that yet, but um, it's in uh, the works. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's kind of how I got to this point. Yeah. And if you don't mind sharing and you can tell me if you don't want to, but um, what is your plan as far as uh, going forward um, with what you want to do? Are you going to be starting cash-based practice? Yeah. So um, my husband and I are planning to move to Tampa sometime. In, me. Hopefully, yeah. Um, hopefully early next year. The timeline's still a little bit flexible and up in the air, depending on a lot of different things. Um, but my plan is that shortly after we get there to go ahead and start um, uh, doing the legwork to start my own cash practice. Awesome. I love it. Um, and so when you, when you came to me and we started chatting, you had said, Hey, I'm, you know, thinking I want to work with runners, uh, potentially when you start your, your clinic, um, you're interested in working with runners. Uh, why, I guess I should say, why, when you reached out, were you interested in, in running or working with runners? Where did that interest come from? So I, um, well, I guess I'll just start way back, but I, used to hate running <laughs> and I um, sort of got into it in um, like 2010. I was in college and started running with one of my really good friends uh, who liked to run, started running with her and in over one summer. And then by the end of the summer, I actually started enjoying it. And so um, right before PT school, I really started trying to push my my time running and distance running. So I was started consistently running like 50, 60 minutes, um, several times a week. And so in PT school, I, um, I moved there, didn't really know anyone. And I found some running groups. I was like, Oh, this would be a good way to meet people outside of my class. Um, so I continued with the running with that. I started diving into some races doing five Ks, 10 Ks, really loved doing the 10Ks. Mm -hmm. And then I decided that I would start um, training for a half marathon, but I um, ended up getting injured when I was training for that. So I had to pull myself out of that. And I was also halfway through PT school at that point. So there was a lot <laughs> on my plate. Lot, um, so yeah. I, I took a long time to rehab myself. And um, like, probably like a year later, I started getting back into running and I started training oh. with a friend's wife who was training for a 10 miler. And then I started <laughs> thinking, well, if I'm training with her, I might as well do it. So I ended up doing it, completed it. And then I graduated from PT school not too long later and then just life got in the way. So I didn't really do much running. I did some here and there, but mostly just like 5k distance and here and there. Um, and then earlier this year, like January, I decided I'm going to start getting back into running. I really enjoyed it. I felt a lot of stress relief with it. Um, and it was just easy way to get consistent exercise in. 
so January, I started trying to um, take myself through like a couch to 10K program. And um, I was trying to get my husband to do it with me, but that's kind of fallen away <laughs> at this point. Um, he just doesn't like running. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but anyway, so then shortly after I started doing that, getting myself back into it, I saw um, Kristen or saw you post something about wanting to work with runners and, and it started getting me thinking of like, I, when I think about the patients that I really enjoy working with, I think a lot about the runners that I've worked with or people who, even if they're not specifically runners, but like athletes who they have to also get back to running in order to do their sport. Um, And so it started getting me thinking a little bit about maybe I could work more with runners. I feel like I relate to them because I, I enjoy running. I used to run, I've dealt with an injury. Um, And at first I was, mostly thinking of like, okay, this will prepare me for when I get into my own practice and I can focus more on runners. But then you kind of open my idea or my brain up to, um, oh, I could go ahead and start working with runners um, on the coaching side of things. And so uh, it kind of uh, set this light bulb off in my head that I, this is so actually side note, I, I've been wanting to do more of like a health and wellness stuff with physical therapy because I feel like that's something that we really lack with the um, insurance-based yes. medical field. Um, and so it, it kind of set this light bulb off in my head that this is how I can do it. I can be more on the injury prevention, health and wellness side of it, and then eventually open the practice as well. But it would be a really nice um, bridge between the two. Yeah. No, I love it. And, you know, now she's started and started, you know, coaching runners online, but, you know, and she's still working for someone else. But so in the meantime, before she starts her practice, you know, she's already starting to, you know, make a presence for one online in the running community. She's doing an awesome job on Instagram um, and then start to get some clients and just be around runners, I think, in general is, you know, going to help. And then as you transition to your own cash based practice, then you can, you know, you'll start work with runners more, but you already have this experience and already also have a little bit, you know, by the time you move a cushion of, you know, financially you're doing a little bit and that should help you jump into your cash practice too. So, yeah. Um, so when you started, when you reached out to me and we talked about, you know, you learning how to write running programs and doing the run coaching side of things, did you have any hesitations to, um, actually doing the run coaching yourself? Um, maybe a tiny bit, but more of the side of, um, like doing my own thing, like the entrepreneurial part of it. Um, I guess I felt pretty confident that if I, I learned more about the tools of writing the run plans, um, that I should be able to do it. I think some of it kind of comes naturally to me, uh, like having the PT background and, um, like OCS background, uh, the problem solving part and, and yep. I've helped runners rehab from injury and get back into some running. Now the running that we're getting in back into after PT, unfortunately I haven't been able to be like, okay, yeah, I'll train you for this half marathon or this marathon. Right. Um, I can, okay, you could run a mile distance. All right. <laughs> yeah. This is how you're going to progress it. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I guess from the actual run coaching part, I, I didn't really feel that hesitant about it more from my entrepreneurial side of it. Good. So you're like, yeah, I can learn that. Like, that's just something I have to learn, but more like the business side, like, how do I, you know, what am I doing in business? How do I get clients? That kind of thing. Like, what do I even do? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. That makes sense. And I think that's been the general consensus. Everyone's been like, no, I didn't really have any hesitation. Um, you know, some people are like, maybe, or who said like, oh, I didn't know if I was like fast enough or whatever, but, um, but in the, for the most part, it's not a concern of like, can you do it? So that's good. That's good. Um, what was I going to say? What was the, so Rebecca did go through my, my last course beyond rehab for running clinicians team one. Um, she actually jumped in late. I let her jump in late. She was like, Hey, I was, can I join now? I'm like, that's fine. And she like, blew through it it was awesome like she caught up very quickly to everyone else um and was you know she had a few run clients early on right away and just yeah just did it which was really fun to see um going through the course what was your biggest takeaway or what did you get the most out of it um i think probably breaking down the um coaching into phases uh, i'm very I like thinking about things like that. So even when I am thinking about my rehab for people, I like breaking it down into thinking about the healing phases is really right. kind of how I go about it. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, uh, yeah, just being able to relate the, the training phases or relate the phases to the training program. I think that's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Having the structure and, um, yeah. To know what to do with the plans and everything and and that was pretty all new to you as far as like threshold tempo runs um interval work all that kind of stuff right yeah I've, I've heard of the terms but i wasn't really familiar with them or how to use them so that's been kind of fun to look at and play around with and um and currently i'm on my own returning to running journey so yeah um, i'm excited um soon once I build my distance up a little bit more to start using them with myself. Yeah, no, I like it. Um, and where is your running journey at or where, you know, where was it at when we started to now and where are you trying to get to with your own running journey itself? So back in January, I really probably hadn't run in like six months or so, but it was like, when I ran at that point, I was like, okay, I'm going to run for five to 10 minutes. And as like a warm up at the gym kind of thing. Um, but so I, originally I was kind of, I was wanting to get back to like the 50 to 60 minute runs, like three ish times a week. Um, but as I'm getting more into it, I'm like, I really want to set more of a goal. Like, right. I, I really want to, do that half marathon, uh, that I originally <laughs> was going to do like, uh, however long ago, nine right. years ago, right. um, or eight, yeah, seven, eight years ago. Um, yep. so I think that's kind of my goal at this point is to do a half marathon. One of the clients that I'm working with actually suggested that we do a virtual half marathon together. <laughs> um, her, uh, her marathon I was training for her for got canceled. Um, so we were talking about different things she can do instead. And so anyways, I might, I'm considering maybe doing a virtual half marathon with her. Yeah. When is that? That'd be awesome. 
I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm, I think I need to look into it, but I, my goal would be probably end of October, early November. Okay. Cause I think that'll give me plenty of time to. Yeah. that give you time to build it up and yeah. No, I like it. That'd be, yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, to have that virtual race right now, it's like anything we can do to put something on our plan, even if it's virtual can help since there's not yeah. many races going on. So I like that idea. Yeah. It kind of terrifies me a little bit. Cause I think the, what I, one of the biggest things that I like about race, the races is the atmosphere. And I'm sure that most people can relate to this, but, uh, the atmosphere and then the crowd, um, cheering you on and things. So I'm like, Oh, I don't know how this is going to work doing the virtual half marathon, but we'll make it work. <laughs> no, I like it. Yeah, no, I think you can definitely do that. And that'd be fun to fun to watch and fun to see. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited. It'll give you something to work towards throughout the summer too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as far as your uh, coaching and your business side of things, since I know that was like your biggest like concern, you said, oh, can I do this? Um, you know, how is this going to be? Where were you at, when, you know, right before we started working together with my coaching pro program to where you're at now? You know, whether that is confidence levels, whether that is, um, you know, clients, whether it is, you know, direction, anything. Like, where were you at and where are you at now? So before doing your course, um, I was at zero, basically. <laughs> it's mostly just <laughs> ideas um, right, right, floating right. around in my head. And yep. uh, at this point, I'm um, training for clients or coaching mm -hmm. for clients. And um, I definitely feel a lot more confident with it. Um, I think, again, the coaching aspect of it kind of comes more naturally for me. But the business side. So I, I have yeah. become more confident in the business part. Good. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. No, that's awesome. And you were, I mean, you started at the end of March. So really realistically we're at, right. I think it was end of March. So three months. And so yeah, that's good. I mean, this hasn't been a long journey at all. So just yeah, so our listeners know, like this is really new. So, you yeah, know, which is kind of surprised me in a good way. Um, I really didn't expect it to take off like it has. Um, I know that I still have a lot of work <laughs> to continue yeah. to do, but um, it's kind of been exciting to see that, oh, I actually can do it. Right. Yeah. And Rebecca has a good um, Instagram page and she's pretty consistent on there. And I feel like your fo following has gone up pretty quickly too, which is good for, I mean, you really only you barely, you know, you just started it. So it's really not that long at all. Yeah. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's the plan? I mean, you kind of shared already, but what's the plan going forward? What are you looking to do with your business as far as, you know, you had shared eventually when you guys moved to Tampa, but you know, how much do you want to be online? How much do you want to be, um, having your own cash base? What does it look like for you? So, um, while I'm still here, before we moved to Tampa, I am hoping to grow the coaching a little bit more. Um, and then I've been trying to toy with some other ideas for things, um, ways to reach other people that maybe don't feel like they need the coaching or maybe they need some other aspect of coaching. Um, I've been mm -hmm. considering maybe some like gait analysis, trying to figure yeah. out how to do that. Um, but I'd like to incorporate those things with the, um, with the PT practice when I open that. So I guess I haven't really figured out what, 
how much I do one versus the other, but I'm kind of hoping that maybe my, um, my, uh, clients or I guess my ideal, uh, population will help me figure out, okay, what's, <laughs> how can I serve you best? Um, yep. Do you need more PT side of things or, um, like coaching training program side of things, but I really like being able to do the online stuff. So I'm hoping to be able to incorporate that. Um, I've been considering doing incorporating some more telehealth yeah. options also. Um, so no, I like it. There's just so much you can do online. It's just like, and I think obviously even COVID has helped to show that for a lot of people, but there's so much you can do online. So, um, yeah. You know, and, and I liked how you said you're going to see like what your people need kind of a deal and then go from there. That's the best way to do it as far as, you know, online services is, you know, you, you build an audience and then, which Rebecca is doing, and we'll tell you like the type of runner she tends to work with or um, the ideal, you know, runner that she works with. And, you know, you build an audience for that, those people, and then they tell you what she, you want, they want, right? Like that's what Rebecca was alluding to a little bit in the sense of, you know, thinking about doing gait analysis, thinking about doing some telehealth, but you know, ultimately what her people are saying they need is what she'll deliver. So, um, I like that. What was I going to say? Did I, I thought I had a question in there that I was going to, going to ask you at the end. Um, oh yeah, this is what I was going to say. So what, since I alluded to it, what type of runner do you like to work with or what, yeah, what tends to be your specialty? <laughs> My ideal runner would be, um, be, those who are beginning runners or those who are returning to running. So maybe they ran in the past and haven't done it in a while or trying to get back, but aren't really sure how to do it <laughs> or they're struggling with where they're at with their returning to running journey. Um, so then I could work with them and help them help guide them. Better. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I love it. So yeah, beginner runners and helping them get going and, um, and yeah, I think the biggest thing too for the pop, you know, the population is just having someone there that believes in them and help keep them accountable and, you know, share the little tips on, you know, if you're new to running, especially that you just don't know until you do it. Um, yeah. So I think that's a really cool um, niche to work with uh, for sure. Um, what else was I going to say? I, I don't know. What was it like working with me? <laughs> um you know our calls and the, the course and all that yeah um but I really enjoyed working with you I almost feel like I've developed a friendship as well um, <laughs> so it's not just a business relationship so um yeah. I've liked that aspect and especially since now that you're in Tampa now I have I some more friends in Tampa <laughs> I know when we moved there so it's um <laughs> but overall I think going through the program with you was, um, it was easy to go through. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really hard or the coaching aspect too. Well, the run coaching part was nice too. It helped keep me accountable, but then the, um, the business coaching part too was useful. It kind of gave me some of the push that I needed to, um, to do more with my business. Yeah. Yeah. We used our calls. So everyone gets three calls and we used our calls a lot for the business side of things, which I really enjoyed too. That was Rebecca had a lot of good questions and just like, Hey, how are we, you know, how are we going to get people to, to start working with people and get them on calls? And what do I need to say? And, 
and just that whole kind of a lot of the selling process, honestly, and, and reaching out to people that we did a little bit on our calls. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And um, I, I like what you said about like the friendship, because that's what I feel like about all my clients. I'm like, I just feel like I'm friends with everyone. Like, I don't know how to do it any differently. Like, I don't know if that's wrong. No, it's not wrong. It's, I get to do what I want I with my business. Wrong. So I do consider all my, I don't think I've ever had a client that I wouldn't be like, call them my friend either. I really, I have it. I just like, oh, they're my friend. So yeah. uh, I like hearing that. So that's good. Yeah. Um, we'll hang out when you get to Tampa. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Anything else? Any, I'm trying to think if I missed anything. We went over your run journey quick. Um, and of course, like I've told everyone on these little short special episodes, I want to try to keep these not super long um, and really just hit on your professional journey mainly and a little bit on your run journey. Um, so, of course, we could probably dive into that even more. Um, right. But anything you want to say to anyone who is considering, you know, adding run coaching to their practice, to their, if they're just working for corporate healthcare right now. I want to just add it as a side thing. Um, anything you have to say to someone that's considering it? So uh, incorporating run coaching has helped me find more purpose in what I do. I think that's been a question that I've had a lot over the last few years is um, why am I doing this? Yeah. Um, I Obviously I have a few patients here and there and I'm like, okay, this is why I do it. But there's a lot of other things that make me consider or have made me consider changing careers a number of times. And, um, I think being able to do this on the side, um, has given me new purpose in what my role is. So, yeah. Um, so that's, if you're looking for something, if you enjoy working with runners and you are looking for something to maybe give you more purpose or the little fire <laughs> inside of you for um, uh, moving beyond where you're at, um, I'd say this would be a good option. Yeah, no, I love that. And I've heard that from so many people, you know, like, it, well, in the sense of even oh, I consider doing something else, like how many people now have, I put out a post, my professional story podcast, and I had so many people saying, yeah, I was there too. I was considering doing this, that. My thing was when I was working as a PT, I was like, I think I'm just going to be a waitress. Like, actually, like, you know, I mean, I can make decent money and like, I'm just, you know, I was so burned out. I'm like, yeah. just go do something that I didn't even need a degree with for. So, um, yeah, I've, I've thought the similar things, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And I, I like this. Rebecca had sent me a message at one point about like feeling like she had more purpose and like that meant a lot. And I feel like, you know, that's, the biggest thing for whoever. And even if it's not run coaching, if you're just a PT listening to this or anyone that wants a different career, like just know you can do whatever you want. You can, you really can. You just got to talk to the right people yeah. to figure out what it is and be patient enough to go through the process of figuring out what you do want to do. And yeah. And talk to people and then more than every, anything, just do it. Like don't, listen, listen to your gut. And if you need to change what you're doing in your life in any aspect, you know, like just do it. I hope, you know, seeing, seeing these stories and I can share lots more of people I know of people just going after what they want and 
um, that's what I'm all about. So I got to go on my little soapbox there for just a yeah. second. So, um, and I've, I've saw, I've seen this statement recently and I think it's really hit home and helped me, um, continue to do these things. But if you're afraid to do something, just do it scared. Yep. And I keep saying that to myself because I mean, there's a lot with, um, starting your business that is scary. And, but if you just think about all that stuff, it's, it's going to hold you back. So yeah, I just, yeah, do it scared. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's what I got to remind myself too. It's like anytime I'm getting comfortable and like, like anything I do in my business, it's like, you're not ready for it ever. You're not comfortable. It's never, no, it's never comfortable. It's never easy, but it's totally worth it. And you get to have the life you want and you get to actually start making an impact. I mean, I feel like that's the biggest thing too for me is I actually feel like I'm doing something like, I don't yeah. know, important per se. So, um, yeah, no, I love it. That was a good way to end. I'm happy that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else you want to add? I mean, that's a great way to end, but if you have anything else that has come to mind, let me know. No, I think that's it. Um, so where can anyone listening to this podcast or wherever I put this out, but where can, um, anyone listening find you at? So I am mostly on Instagram. Um, the, you can follow me at, um, the running RX one word. Is there and... any hyphens or anything in that? Nope. It's just oh, T H E R U N N I N G R X. Perfect. And we'll put it in the show notes too. Yeah. Like I said, Rebecca is pretty consistent on there, putting out great content. Um, so definitely give her a follow. And um, if you have any questions for her, reach out at Instagram. Have questions for me, reach out. Um, and otherwise, Rebecca, thank you for coming on today. Um, I'm yeah, glad thanks for having me. On. I know I know part of your story, but I always get a little bit more when I interview someone. So Yeah, I enjoyed this. So thank you. <laughs> no problem. All right. We will see you guys on another episode of Breaking Five. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys all have a great day. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. We hope you are running away with some inspiration, tips, and actionable items that you can put towards your Breaking Five moment. Lastly, if you know anyone else with a Breaking Five moment, that doesn't have to actually mean literally breaking five, just a breaking five moment in general, in running, in life, or anyone else who has great knowledge and background in helping others reach their breaking five moment, I would love for you to put me in contact with them. We would love to have them on the show. So if you could and let them know, if you know of someone else, tell them to reach out to me at my Instagram, and that is at Kristen underscore run your life. Again, that's at Kristen underscore run your life. And could you do me a favor? And if you enjoyed today's episode and can think of anyone else who could benefit from listening to it, could you go ahead and share this out on your social media or share this directly with them? That would mean the world to me, seriously. And make sure if you have not already, to make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so that you get our weekly updates as we drop the next episodes. Thank you, everyone. We seriously appreciate you tuning in today. We'll see you next time. And until then, go run your life.